Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. Hello and welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for y'all. In this week's podcast, we catch up with outdoor influencer and super babe Rona McMillan. Chatting about adventuring around Scotland, Rona shares her outdoor tips, talks of her fave Scottish haunts and her love of Glasgow for its perfect location surrounded by adventurous possibilities. Fancy finding out more about wild swimming, diving and how Rona's Instagram is full of the most stunning of snaps? Have a listen. Hello Rona. Hello Laura. Thank you so much for joining us on the GGC podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. No, not at all. I've been wanting to speak to you for ages for the podcast because I am obsessed with your Instagram. <laughs> like many listeners will be. It's very unique, very amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it is. No, it is. It is. <laughs> absolutely. So let's start from the top. Okay. Tell us about you. Tell us about where you were born, how you came to be in Glasgow. Okay. Um. Oh, that goes back a while. So I was born in a little village called Skipness, um, which is on Kintyre in the west coast. Okay. Um, it was a very small area. My primary school only had five people in it. <gasps> You're joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my fun fact I love to tell people. Five people? Could you yeah. also get so much attention? Far too much attention. Far too much attention. Did you ever get away with anything? <laughs> I know, or if got away with far too much, maybe that's the problem. Okay, okay. Um, we were like a nice little family. So it must have been. that was a really nice place to grow up. I loved it. Um, Glasgow, I came to Glasgow when I was 17 to go to uni. Okay. I went to art school. Um, so that was a bit of a culture shock. That must have been a culture shock. Yeah. So how did you initially find Glasgow when you <clears> moved? And 17's young as well when I you know, think about it. I know, Well, I've got, like, big brothers, so when I first came to Glasgow, I moved in with one of my brothers. Okay. So that really helped just to kind of ease me into it. Yeah. Um, And even though I was in the city, like, we still went off every weekend to do adventures. Great. Um, me and my brothers, so... I don't know, yeah, it was definitely a bit of a shock and I don't think I quite embraced the city life when I first came here. Okay. I didn't really get involved with going out to clubs and, like, being a normal student, really. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, which I definitely do more so now, like, going out and being social. Yeah. Things like that. Good. Um, but yeah, no, it was really good and I loved being at art school. I loved the course that I was doing. What course were you doing? <clears throat> I did, um, it was contemporary art practice. Um, so lots of like painting, printmaking, video, camera Brilliant. work, um, bit of everything. So that was really good. I loved it. Met some really interesting people. You must have done. And especially like if you're coming from rural areas, like where I went to school, most people come to Glasgow or Edinburgh. So a lot okay. of people that I grew up with and ended up going to high school with also came to Glasgow. So I was away from home, but there but was lots of people from circuit. home. Yeah, which was really nice. Um, and I'm still really close to all those friends, so... It wasn't too, too bad. Brilliant, okay. And I've stayed, so I must have loved and it. <laughs> I know, exactly. And you're obviously a really creative person, and I think that comes across in, like, your Instagram and your blog. So Thank tell you, us, yeah. when did you start your blog then? Pretty much the day I graduated. Well, not graduated, like, the day I finished uni. Um, so that would have been two summers ago. Okay. Um, I finished my grad... Uh, like my degree show that we all had like a big exhibition at the end of the year and um, that was like straight into summer 
and I had a summer of like kind of two months where I was going to be applying for jobs but also like had a new like music festivals to go to and yeah. like a few adventures with my brothers planned and holidays and that kind of thing so I was kind of cramming all this into two months and okay. I thought if I'm going to be doing if I'm going to be unemployed basically yeah like maybe I need to be doing something to like keep the creative juices flowing quite right at that time so yeah um I had like quite a decent camera um from like doing photography at art school okay so I just started taking photographs of everything that we were up to that summer um we went to tidy music festival oh yeah um did a few like island hopping adventures around the west coast did a few hills and that kind of thing so I was kind of putting them up onto Instagram and um I created a blog which was awful at the time. I look back at it now and I'm like, I can't believe that Every, was... Everybody thinks that, yeah. though. And you have to start somewhere. And it's not, but it's just you. Yeah, no, totally. Yourself. And then, um, yeah, I went through a million different blog names of different ideas of what I wanted to call it and what I wanted it to be about. Um, so, yeah, I, I made a blog, but I don't think anyone actually read it. And I was just kind of putting all this kind of outdoor adventures in Scotland, um, like images of Scotland up there okay so that's how it started really and okay. I don't think anyone looked at it for at least six months <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did I bet you more people than you think did maybe like, probably my mum <laughs> I don't know that's what I used to always say about me it was like my mum and my mum would message me like don't swear don't do yeah, that yeah. I'm like, get off <laughs> and the thing is I'm, I'm actually not even very good at English I only got a C at higher English and I was putting all these like articles up online and mum would message me like this is awful like so many spell like spelling errors and uh, this is really incorrect and I'm like oh nobody reads it mum it's fine <laughs> oh bless you don't you so yeah so I just start I think that was maybe good practice to yeah. have things just kind of writing wee bits and bobs um, and yeah I suppose up until six months ago from now that's when um, I don't know, maybe I started to improve what I was up to. Started I kind of, I was, I've dabbled in different jobs that did internships along yep. the way as well, um, which has really helped with kind of like marketing ideas. So I did like a marketing internship Brilliant. for six months in Glasgow. So I suppose like my blog kind of got put to one side while I was doing that. I was really busy. Because there's a lot of work. Yeah, that's I know. What, that's it takes what, a lot of time. It really does. It does. Um, and when that finished, I was kind of at a loose end again. And that's when I really started to, like, pay attention to my blog and kind of really start to try, like, make it a bit more professional and turn it okay. into something more than just a hobby, I suppose. Yeah, so create, create a business from it, if yeah, you like, make, yeah. make it commercial. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever consciously thought, this is a business or I'm going to make money from this or I don't think I've ever, like, really tried to yeah. do that. Yeah, And it's... I have, like, gotten work from my blog and I do that quite regularly, but it's still just a nice thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I really enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think as well, it's always a nice thing as well, because if you think down the line, no one really keeps photo albums anymore um, or diaries, um, or maybe they do, maybe that's just generalisation, but if you've got an account of your life, on a, a blog it would be nice for your family to yeah, look back definitely. at. Yeah so, definitely, I know. So like I've had a few different blog names and they've all just like ended up irritating me okay. after a while. Salt by Rona was originally because I was spending so much time in the sea. Okay. I was doing um, 
Yeah, most of the things that I started off doing and like documenting was all to do with open water swimming. Okay. And kind of surfing and all to do with the water. Yeah. Um, I originally wanted to call myself the salty blonde. Oh, cool. <laughs> but there was... Um, Already so, a salty blonde. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I like I'd come up with this name and I thought it was absolutely genius. Mm-hmm. I sent it around my family members like asking like what they thought of it and then my brother's girlfriend... Vivian was like, oh, don't you know there's the, the Salty Blonde? She's Amer- an American blogger and she's huge. And I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so I did Salt by Rona and I kept that for probably half a year. Or so. Okay. But now it's just my name. Rona McMillan. It's just Rona McMillan. Brilliant. Yeah. So if people search, so it's www.ronamcmillan.com. Yeah. Nice. I just wanted to strip it back and like, yep. it didn't really, everything that I've put up is just kind of, me it's quite personal um so yeah just my name just Brilliant. Okay. and then I can't change it because I can't change my name <laughs> yeah I know but I think it's a good way to go because it's your brand yeah and it's, it's just a bit more simple your Insta. yeah okay just keeping it simple so that's what it is now and it won't be changing <laughs> okay okay brilliant so what about these adventures that you go on then because when I look at your Instagram I'm just like oh my god wow <laughs> and I've said to Lee, Lee's been my husband before, that I think Rona is what an angel would look like. Oh. Because you are just like a proper, like, gorgeous girl. Thank you. Very humble and modest, but you're so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so when I see your Instagram pictures, I'm just like, oh my God, this is phenomenal. You look like a model, like, so effortless as well, no makeup. And it's just, you're so good at what you do, like, the photos you take makes me want to go to the exact location that you're in oh that's amazing so that is and like then you do your underwater pictures and you're in your wetsuit and you're just like wow (laughs) so how do you how do you firstly know where you're going on adventures yep and know what then makes a good shot when you're there yeah um so adventure wise it's it's you it's very he- heavily influenced by my family and what okay. they're up to. Okay. I spend a lot of time with my brothers. Like they really are truly my best friends. Oh, that's um, lovely. And we've we've always been really close and hanging out. Like we choose to hang out with each other, adventure like for adventures and stuff at weekends. My mum as well is like super outdoorsy. Okay. Um, so it's usually whatever they're up to. We're always kind of like group chats, chatting about. The weather it's usually <laughs> oh, yeah. what's, what's the weather doing <laughs> weather next watchers. week yeah totally and we've always got webcams up on our laptops watching to see like where we can go <laughs> oh that's so cool all the time it's going to be good weather for different types of things so it's usually yeah what they're up to and what the weather's doing yep whether we're going to go up a hill or in the sea or go kayaking or sailing or whatever it is um it depends on the weather just kind of depends what's happening yeah and do you have a preference for sea land mountain oh it depends like in over winter i definitely like the mountains because okay. they're quiet okay um yeah i love i love the snow so when we get winter conditions in scotland i really really enjoy walking in the snow and ice and that kind of stuff in the summer definitely the sea yeah. okay definitely i know <laughs> i do well. love swimming in winter but it's um a whole different experience. Oh, I can imagine uh, swimming in the cold than in warmer water. But I like both. But um, if I had to choose, probably the water. Probably the water. Yeah. And how do you know then when you're there what's going to make a good a good shot? I don't think I do. I think um, 
I rely on whether it's my mum or my brothers or my boyfriend Callum. He's also very outdoorsy. Shout out to Callum. <laughs> Shout <laughs> ahoy, at, Callum. <laughs> on Instagram, find him. Yeah, Callum. Yeah, he is usually the man behind the lens. And he's not, a brilliant photographer, isn't he? I know, he is very good. And he's dedicated to the cause as well. <laughs> <laughs> he is like your Insta man. <laughs> he loves telling stories of like ridiculous things he does in order to get photographs. <laughs> so so does, does he really like... I don't know if he really... Yeah, he does. He does. I have to say that. He catches. And I was laughing <laughs> when I was away. You got a very good recognition in the press for yeah. being a, a blogger to watch. Uh-huh, yeah. And Callum got you shout I know, <laughs> I had to. I had to. He always moans that whoever takes a photograph of me, if it's any of my friends, I'll always tag them and say, thank you so much. Like... <laughs> And then whenever he takes photographs, there's no mention whatsoever. <laughs> That's a shame. So when, um, yeah, Insider Mag uh, contacted me and did a wee interview, I just, I was like, I have to mention Callum. Oh, I, quite, I know, I know. And he's, yeah, he's, he's such a, he's, you're such a great partnership, I have yeah. to say. You're Aww. such a great, and I always say that you should do a vlog together. Like, I know. That would be. I know, I've asked him and he refuses. So. Oh, no, you should 100% be so good. You also got a shout out in Hood magazine, did, yes, which yep. is a fantastic magazine. I, I know, love I love Hood. Yeah, so that was really exciting. I didn't actually know about that one. That's so, how so, did you find out then? Um, somebody tagged me on Instagram just saying, like, oh, I saw you in Hood magazine, and I was like, oh my gosh. Brilliant. <laughs> so that was really nice, yeah. Um, so yeah. See, that's brilliant. Okay, great. So, in terms of you've been all around Scotland? Most places. Most places. Not every, um, I definitely have my favourite areas. Where are your favourites? has to be the West Coast for me. I know there's like amazing places on the East. Yeah. But because I grew up on, and the North, of course, um, because I grew up on the West Coast. Yes. It's where I always gravitate towards and I know it so well and... I just west is best yes, in my opinion yeah. but I know there is beautiful areas elsewhere I completely agree I have to say yeah. I love the west coast and I love have you done the Hebrides yes yeah not, I, not every single one um I find myself going back to like my favorite spots and I need to get out of that try venture. <laughs> where have you been yeah. in the Hebrides um oh I need to think um so like Harris and Lewis yes. Tyree Call Isla, Colency. Um, so you've done a good. Yeah, a few of them. There's a few that I still need to tick off. I really need to get to the island of Rona. Oh, you That's really not... do? Yeah. <laughs> the island of Rona. I know. And um, my mum actually doesn't even live far. She's in the Highlands, so she can almost see Rona from her like her window basically. Oh, wow. Um, and is that what you were named? Was that why you're. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Oh, you need to do a vlog when you go there. I know. So that's definitely one on one to be ticked off. And I want to do egg muck and rum as well. Nice. Point. So Scotland has it's got a lot going for it, doesn't it? <clears throat> it does. It's amazing. I love Scotland. And I've always a lot of people ask me, Would you live in another country? Like would you go off? And I think I could, I could live somewhere else for a short period of time, yeah. but I would always, always want to come You'd back want to Scotland. To come home. Yeah, I love it here. Yeah, I know, me yeah. too, I have to say. And what about, so that's Scotland then, what about favourite places, other other areas of the world? Okay, well, I don't know, I'm actually not that well travelled. Um, I've done, I've been to a lot of countries in Europe. Okay. And out with Europe, the only place I've been to is Australia. 
Okay. So, yeah, I'm actually not that well-travelled compared to you, Laura. But you're so well-travelled in Scotland, in Scotland though, yeah, and yeah. that makes it more accessible for people as well that are, like, watching the... Because yeah. you always think to yourself, oh, God, that's quite close. I could go there. I could do that. Oh, totally. And I think as well, like, I really enjoy, like, the idea of choosing Scotland as a holiday destination. Yes. Like, if you have a week off work why not just go and explore what we have yeah. right here rather than spending hundreds of pounds on a flight and thinking about your carbon footprint and all that kind of stuff. Like, why not just... Yes. Like, we have so much here. So. You need to do a partnership with Visit Scotland. I would love to. Nice wee plug. Yes, you need to do a partnership. <laughs> I have some people at Visit Scotland. Yeah, no, I would love to, definitely. Because yeah. that is... I mean, for them, I do think that the, the tourist organisation, it needs to be more... Scotland is so good... But there's some areas that are still really expensive. They need to really work on oh, making totally. holidays in the country more affordable for people. Because you hear so many people like, oh, you know, I love my country and I'd be happy to spend a week here. But for the cost of a week here, I could probably go to Mallorca for cheaper. Yeah, so it's, true. it's that thing. I think it's... it depends. I think maybe that's something I could concentrate on is kind of giving people ideas for that and how you can do it cost effectively because we've we've always gone on holidays in scotland like especially to the islands yes and not spent very much money at all so there's there's ways, so there's to, ways do it. to do it yeah so you i know think that's just if you know that's good yeah we or even the... taking tents and stuff like that like yeah i know and yeah. people like if you love to camp you love to camp so it's like yeah. just do it i we went to um, the islands like uh, Harris and Lewis okay. and the Uist and um, when we were on Harris, Luskintyre Beach mm. is like oh they're beautiful. Like and we did a few of the beaches and you're just like, holy shit! Can't is believe this, this is honestly Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. And we went and it wasn't. It was in October, so it was dry. Um, yeah. su- like sunny like this today. Um, but I could imagine if it was. Like those, like that sunny weather we got in the summer. Yeah, because totally. someone had told us that it was like a, t- it was a Thai brochure or something. I, th- I don't know if this is like an urban myth, but one of the con- exotic countries had used Luskin Tire as really? their as cover their... <laughs> of their brochure, and then I don't know Amazing. if that's a hundred percent, but I have oh, heard probably, that story. Probably, because and you can imagine because yeah. they're actually nicer because you have. I've been lucky enough to see quite a lot of beaches. Yeah, and there's only ever been, actually. The Maldives mm-hmm. or Whitehaven Beach in Australia, yes, which I there. could compare yeah. to Luskintyre in terms oh, of totally. the white and the turquoise. The only difference is there's no people. Yeah, usually, usually. A, I know, and you're which like, which I think is the really special thing. Um, yeah, and um, what's it? Tauri is always has been nicknamed Hawaii of the North. Has it? Because of like the beaches, of course, Tyree has the most stunning white sand beaches and turquoise water, but it's also got the surf. Okay. So Tyree's been nicknamed Hawaii of the North, which I think is hilarious. I need to go it's there good. then. Yeah, so Tyree's my favourite actually. It's the one I always go back always to. Always go. And there's loads of stuff going on on that island. I think I could definitely live there. Oh, you could definitely. Yeah. And do you take the Calmac ferry then? Yes. How do you get there? Right, okay. Yeah, so um, Oban, which is actually where. Callum is from. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And I think I could probably live in Oban as well. It's a nice place to be. Um, all, all the ferries go out from Oban as well to most of the islands. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, Oban to Tyree, it's on the Calmac ferry. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Calmac's good as well because you can do the Hopper ticket. Yeah, definitely. That's what we did yeah. and it's totally worth it. It's yeah. lovely. 
I did a really nice adventure with Kalmak in October, just there. Good. Um, a nice wee kind of wintry adventure over to Colonsey, which was lovely. And the, in the winter, the islands are really quiet. Okay. So if you want peace and quiet, it's the time to it's go. It's a good place to go. Yeah, Like if lovely. you wanted to write a book or something. Oh, totally, yeah. I went with my friend Emily just for like a week early, a few days away, and it was really nice. We just went for walks and read books and... Like put the fire on and it was just really oh, nice just I love that, it's so cosy drinking wine, yep so yeah. tell us about, you were recently on a, a trip with your mum and it was, was it a camper van you went around in? yeah, that was really fun um, I was glued to your Instagram <laughs> I see when I saw the picture with the food and the two glasses of red, I was like, oh that's <laughs> yeah, bliss. I know, I know, I love camper vans um, my mum, we always did camping trips when we were younger in these like shabby old tents but it was always good fun despite the leaks and all that kind of <laughs> um, But more recently, my mum got a camper van. So I was actually maybe about five years ago. So we had like a few years of like van trips. So we Probably. are all now kind of obsessed with the van life yes. situation. Um, but our van eventually died and whatnot. So we've been out without a van for a wee while now in the family. Um, so yeah, when Caledonian campers... Uh, reached out to me and offered me a weekend in one of their vans. I was like, yes, yes, Amazing. yes, definitely. Um, so I took my mum with me away for the weekend. And it was when we had that big dump of snow. Yes. So we had a night in Glencoe, just parked up in the snow, which was so nice. Oh, lovely. What, with the use of, like, the buckle or...? Yeah, yep, totally. All the mountains. Wow. Um, so it was really nice. I actually ended up getting a really bad cold that weekend. Um, so it's low, isn't it? So we didn't do any massive adventures when we were away in the van. We just kind of made the like the the van the adventure. So yeah. like driving around and just like getting photos. Yeah, getting and... photos, going for little walks, and then just sitting inside in our sleeping bags reading books. Brilliant. It was lovely. So yeah, and then so our second night we went down to Glenug, okay, <clears throat> over on the Vicorn ferry just before Fort William, okay, and then yeah, so our second night was. Not on a beach, but next to the sea. Lovely. So it was lovely. It was really nice. Just nice to like hang out with my mum for a yeah, few days. Yeah, that's such, such a lovely thing to do. And yeah. maybe people wouldn't think, why don't we just hire a camper van and yeah, go and totally. like, that's just drive a around, really yeah. cool thing to do. Yep. And what about the tent pictures we were seeing and it was freezing <laughs> conditions outside? So that was a bit of like a moment of madness on my behalf. But it was really fun. Okay. It was, I wrote my mum into this again um, because my boyfriend works away yes. um, off offshore. So uh, he's away for a lot of the time. So when he's away, usually my mum yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gets involved in all the mad things I do. She must uh, be gutted when he comes home. I know. <laughs> she gets totally ignored. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was in collaboration with Van Gogh. Okay. They're, they're a Scottish company as well. Um, and they'd given me a mountaineering tent, which I've been etching to use and just haven't had the opportunity. Okay. And so me and my mum were just sitting texting one night and I was like, do you want to just go camping? And she was like, Rona, it's minus 10. And I was like, I know, but I've got this mountaineering tent and if we've got loads of like layers and like warm sleeping bags, it'll be so fun. And she was, she was like, oh, I, no, don't be silly. Like, that's just too cold. Like, we'll freeze. <laughs> but uh, no, she came around to the idea and we went to Glencoe, which is my favourite place in winter, okay, actually. Yeah, it's if, beautiful. When it's snowy and cold, like, I love Glencoe and it's that wee bit quieter as well at this time. Yeah. Here. So we had planned to walk, like, 
part way up a mountain and pitched the tent with amazing views okay. and all that kind of stuff. But by the time we got there, it was kind of three o'clock and getting really cold already. Okay. So we drove down um, Glenettive, okay. down the river, just a wee bit and found a nice kind of sheltered spot. Pitched the tent and lit a fire, cooked our dinner and slept. Well, I don't actually think we slept that night. It was really, really cold. Um, but it was really fun. It was a good experience. It was good, yeah. So... And we were just kind of giggling the whole night, like... Are you are you still awake? <laughs> yeah. Are you still awake? Yeah. You're still breathing. <laughs> it was quite cold, um, and it was hilarious. Like my Instagram, the amount of people messaging me that night was just comical. They're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so good though. It's br- and then see for Van Gogh's perspective, you have <clears throat> truly tasted out that tent. I don't know if I yeah I have for for coldness. But it definitely, I need to give it a spin up a mountain. Okay. Just to properly test that one out. Yeah. But so you've obviously got a lot of like outdoor survival skills. <laughs> yeah. Because like if for, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've done a bit of camping, so uh-huh, I'm, yeah. I am quite outdoorsy. But like in terms of, like so common sense for me lacking. So you've said that you pitched your tent in a sheltered spot. Yeah. I would have gone and I would have ended up pitching <laughs> it in the spot that it was the most open to the elements. Exposed, yeah. Because I don't think like I don't think like that, but you've okay. obviously got that kind of naturally. So what kind of top tips, tips have you yeah. learned over the years that you would be? I I think I'm really fortunate in that I've got my brothers who have always taught me about these kind of things, okay. and my mum. My mum's so experienced outside. Um, that I've never really had to do a lot of research on That's good. that kind of thing. I've just picked up following them, um, which has been quite good. It's actually something that we've all talked about as a family. If I'm putting stuff out on the internet about doing certain things, especially wild swimming is the one that I need to be really careful about. Okay. Telling people to, or like giving people ideas that they're not going to, like no one's going to get hurt. Or like I have yeah, to be okay. careful that, um, yeah, I'm giving advice on being safe at the same time yeah and you it's do important. yeah you do I try to just say you know if you're going to do this go with someone else or yeah. think about the weather or yeah those kind of things yeah um yeah so you've just got it ingrained that's so good so there's still loads to learn like I'm by no means an expert um and I also say like a lot of the things I do they maybe look really wild but it's nothing that nobody can do. Like anyone could kind of do what I'm yeah. up to. It's, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going crazy routes or. You've got an adventure. You've got an adventurous outlook on life, though. Yeah, so you're... I'm just kind of like trying a wee bit of everything and writing about it, and hopefully people could maybe come and get involved. It's yeah, stuff definitely. that I think anyone could get involved with, really. I think as well, it's about making a, a like a decision in terms of. So Lee and I have been speaking to you and Callum before and you've mentioned, oh, we're not going to go out because we're climbing a hill tomorrow. Yeah. So I think as well, it, you need to be prepared to sacrifice potentially, which isn't such a big deal, but if you're sacrificing, like if your weekend is going to be adventure, it can't be getting out, drunk getting steaming, on the Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> and on bloody Buchanan Street or wherever you are. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. needs to be... But it's a very healthy way of living as well. Yeah, definitely. I think just, like, I think we do it for, like, a few different reasons. Like, being healthy, like, the health aspect definitely is part of it. Um, It feels really good when you've done something really active during the day and the rest of the evening can be 
Like just chill. You can indulge in a chippy or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you eat chips? Of course I do. Of course I'm I do. Only joking. Um, yeah, and then but also like I feel like the outdoors are like it's a creative place to be as well. Like I feel like if we're going off and going up maybe like a hill, like the photography yeah. and stuff like that's something I really enjoy. Yeah. Just like enjoying the views. And I also usually carry sketchbooks um oh, wherever you? I go. It's not really something that I really share online much. Um but I've always had sketchbooks like growing up I love just like doodling and drawing the hills and drawing little I always like write little poems and things like that. So that you should so share that one. That is maybe. like we'll see. They're usually quite personal. Yeah, so like it's not maybe, personal yeah. stuff, yeah. But, and I also like all the art in this room I, I've done and I like I love like so I'm looking about Rona's <laughs> living room just with my mouth open like wow so I always do like paintings or drawings or whatever like usually inspired by the, like the landscape and nature yeah, yeah so oh, wow yes, there's a bit of a creative thing going on when I'm outside so as well. it inspires you yeah there's a lot being said as well about how getting out with nature like hiking it's all really good for mental health there's something like really exciting as well like, I, I do go to the gym. I like going to the gym, like, on days that I'm in the city and okay. stuff like that for exercise and I feel good, like, doing that kind of exercise. But there's something completely different about getting up really early and it's so exciting because you're going on a little road trip and, like, you get the tunes on. Yeah. And then you, you're there and you, you go off on your adventure, whether it's a hill or going for a swim or whatever. And it's just this whole big day out and yeah. then you get home and you're... It's like such a good feeling. I think it's a whole different thing than just exercise. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely. Like yeah, because yeah, you're connecting more. Like if you're at the gym, obviously the gym's great. Um, but yeah. you're not like out in the landscape and kind of connecting with nature. If you like, yeah, you're totally. Not kinda... it's, it's it's completely different. Um, such a good feeling. Brilliant. And it's you make all these memories as well, don't you? You remember oh, you do. if you go off and go off a hill. And that's your exercise for the day and you're with someone else and you, you're having a you're laugh chatting and, and yeah that's like such a good memory to have i don't know if i'd really remember my <laughs> pump class at the gym well that's it no no that's <laughs> for you i know because i think people now nowadays are very much so focusing more on experiences yeah yeah and you know banking all these experiences because you just you need to live yeah, every life absolutely. live every day if you like for yeah for what it is so if we were to be thinking them Obviously, we're Glasgow. Mm -hmm. Where should we go? So, where do you think is like your top like places really... close to the city? Yeah, that someone could go and have a day trip or yeah. Well, I always say like the reason I've stayed in Glasgow is that it is so well connected to like the best areas in Scotland. Basically, yes. I mean you're only two hours to the west coast. Yeah, you're two hours to Glencoe. Yeah, you could go north to Aviemore. Like the Trossachs, like all like these are all, they're all so close. Like yes. we're really really spoiled here, um. And if you want to go to the east, I mean that's only an hour and a bit that yeah. way in that direction too, um. I think if I have got a day off and I just want to go out for a quick, like jog up a hill or something like that, I'm usually the Trossachs. Okay. So, um, there's a few wee hills that I always. Like go, I'm going up and down them all the time just because they're so close. So what hill? Like so, Conic Hill or um, is that the Trossachs? Yeah, uh -huh, is it? it is. Yeah, um, Ben Ann is my favourite. Um, okay. Wee Hill and 
whenever I've got people coming to visit me who aren't necessarily like really experienced in the outdoors or they've not even done a hill before. Okay. Um, ben Anne is always my go-to. Your go-to hill. It's small enough, but you get really beautiful views of like two different lochs on either side. Okay. It's a lovely wee one. Yeah, um, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, and then you've obviously got Loch Lomond for swimming. Yes. Or even just walking around about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get in. Because um, that's cool, doesn't it? Yeah. Is Loch Lomond. Yeah. Right? I mean, in in summer, our lochs tend to get warmer than the sea and in winter they're a lot colder than the sea okay so fresh fre- fresh water is much colder in the winter but it's lovely in the summer okay yeah uh, there's loads of lovely lochs as well kind of around calendar so that's not far yeah um quite often go paddle boarding um on some of those wee lochs so paddle boarding is when you're standing yeah stand, on the board. stand up paddle boarding yeah Wow, I just don't know. I've never tried it, but I think I would just be in the water. Uh, no, the not time. at all. Oh, that's one to add for the list. To one list. to add you to can, the list. You can come out with us one day. Oh, We've got, um, we just use inflatable sup boards. Okay. So they're really handy. You can actually, they come in kind of big um, rucksacks, like waterproof dry bags. Okay. So you can actually like carry them on your back, um, walk to whatever lock you want to go on, okay. paddle on up a hill or whatever, and then just pump it up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's quite handy. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So do you have quite a lot, you've got quite a lot of equipment? I do. That is an issue. <laughs> <laughs> so you've built that up over the years then? Yeah. I think what's handy as well, because I've got three big brothers, and then obviously Callum, my mum's really outdoorsy, we share a lot of what we have. Okay. Um, Equipment-wise, obviously clothing, I can't quite steal all my brother's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but you are all a tall bunch, aren't we are, you? <laughs> we're, all pretty, we're all pretty tall, yeah. Um, yeah, but equipment-wise, we all share, so that does help. Okay. Um, until we all want to go and do the same activity on the same day. And it's yeah. like, no, I'm taking that. I think you draw straws or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so I seem to house most of that equipment out in my hallway okay. um, <laughs> yeah it's very it's cool though yeah um but yeah so it, it's an expensive expensive way to spend time if you want to use equipment if for these to, things but yeah. then if you're not spending your money on other things yeah, like yeah. we all know that yeah. you go out for a night out and spend a hundred oh, pounds totally. and you're like you could, oh my god you could spend that yeah <laughs> i'll only be out for drinks i know i know <laughs> Um, I always say to my friends as well, like if anyone ever wants to do something that they don't have equipment for or clothing for or the right kind of boots or whatever, like my hallway is open for oh, <laughs> free open rental. For rent. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Do, do you get a lot of your Instagram followers? Because you've got a really high following on Instagram, which is getting there, yeah. deserved. Um, do you find that a lot of people will commonly <laughs> ask you about equipment or oh, is it definitely. more location-based? Both. Um, yeah, a lot of people want recommendations for equipment um yeah especially like outdoor clothing um so I quite often do reviews and put them up on the blog for if I if I get like a new pair of boots or a wetsuit or Brilliant. something like that I'll try and review most of it Good. Um, but yeah no definitely because that's so useful for people who don't know yeah yeah um and I always say to people like if they if they want recommendations for locations, just to give me a shout. Oh, that's so good. Or even, like, I love when people, a lot of people ask to come out on adventures with me. Oh, brilliant. And I think, yeah, like, of course, so many people ask and then don't actually follow through, but... Oh, that's a shame. But, <laughs> but um, you could have that's your probably my, That's probably me. my fault for not, like, organising stuff 
properly. But um, no, I love it. I love when people, a, a few people have come out. For if walks that's on it, you could literally really nice. feel like your own wee group. Yeah, and you really could nice. be doing Rona's adventures. Yeah, <laughs> I would still be in that group. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd love to do that. Yeah, no, it's really nice um, with people like showing interest and kind of oh, to want to get involved. Of course, because they are yeah. your followers and they're engaged with you. Yeah, yeah, and I chat to people like all day, every day. Well, that's what you should do so, apparently because we had that networking event with Sarah Hill and she told okay. us that it's really important to engage with your followers when yeah. they engage with you for the algorithm. Apparently, oh, really? Okay. Instagram is very keen for you to chat to people. Chat to people. Oh, that's good for me then yeah. to talk to everybody. <laughs> exactly. And go back to messages and everything. So that's good to do. Yeah. What about, have you ever had any disasters, like outdoor adventure disasters? Oh, bound to have. I don't know about disasters. I think there's been a few instances where I've gotten really cold and I okay. get a bit scared. Um, I struggle with the cold, which is Which is ironic. ironic. <laughs> That's what you put yourself through. <laughs> I don't know if I struggle with the cold because I get so, I put myself you in You put yourself through, but then situations. they do say some things you struggle with, you should put yourself. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I've got Reno's, um which is a disease in your where you're like getting really cold hands and feet. Okay. Um, and they go really numb and they swell up, and it's quite common, like a lot of people yeah, yeah. get that. Um, but when I'm cold, it is really painful. Um, so there's been yeah one time up a hill where I've really questioned. I, I was so cold that I was burning hot. Oh. And okay, Callum that... was with me, um, and he was really good, at, like trying to help me just get down mm-hmm. off the hill. But I just couldn't. Um, couldn't warm up at all so. see that's why it's so important to have someone with you yeah and it's it is totally and having just a few like safety equipment things in your rucksack just in case because you never know like the most experienced people get into bother all the time oh god absolutely and it just it can happen like really quickly with a change of weather yeah totally so things like the metallic sheets yeah I've, i always carry a survival bag just for that reason okay. even if you like twist an ankle or something and then yeah. you have to be in one one place for waiting for help or whatnot yeah. um, just having something to keep you warm and enough layers to put on to keep you okay for however long it's going to take just the wee things like that are quite just important things like, yeah absolutely yeah so if you were going up a mountain then how many layers would you do you obviously it's for your your own personal recommendation yeah. but how many layers do you wear it totally depends on the weather and okay. like i think that's important as well to know exactly when when you can't predict the weather always, but to have an idea of what's yep. going to be going on throughout the day, um, how many layers I I take I always have a big rucksack full of extra things, okay, because you just never know, and I always have stuff for other people, just in case, yeah, like You're something goes wrong or you get yeah. wet, um, so usually for a hill I will wear, um, like thermal underwear and then a thermal like half zip, yeah, and then a down jacket. Okay. And a waterproof jacket. And that's kind of my, like, standard. Yeah. I'll usually strip most of that off because I get roasting yeah. on the way up and then but, but pile it all on when I get to the oh, summit. Okay, yeah, well, that's that. <laughs> Instantly get cold. Um, and then, obviously, I always wear gloves, no matter, like, even in summer, pretty much, because I'm always... My you, hands yeah, you want to are probably, always cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then usually, like, a good waterproof trouser, sometimes thermals if it's really cold. Okay. Thermal, yeah, merino wool socks and boots. Okay. And then on really cold days, you just add a few more on. Yes, absolutely. No, that's good. That's good. So, what's your, what's been your favourite outdoor experience ever? Ever. Oh, 
Um, I love like weekends where you can do a bit of everything. Okay. So you're usually going a camping trip or something like that, or where you're just like outside for the whole time. Okay. And so oh, probably quite a funny one actually was. My mum had organised an Easter weekend on Sky for me and my brothers. Lovely. Um, and we, but we still had her van at this point, so we went away in the van. Okay. And we took a tent as well, just to go off into the mountains if we wanted to. And it just poured the whole time. Oh, and <laughs> Sky, the rain in Sky Comes is... down. Uh-huh, it really does. Um, so those kind of weekends always are really interesting because you have to think outside the box like, okay. what you're going to do. Uh, we usually end up in the sea if it's going to be raining because once you're wet, you're wet. Okay. Um, see, weekends like that are always my favourite, uh, whether good or whether bad. Brilliant. Something you can go up hills or get in the sea or just like play card games in a tent, uh, things like that. Yeah, just, just like yeah. fun hanging out with a few different people. Um, yeah, they're always my favourites. So when you're in the sea, what do you mean you do? Do you do, is it, have you got diving equipment or is it snorkelling or is it the, obviously um, the paddle boarding? Yeah, so for swimming wise, um, kind of like dabble in a few different things. Uh, I love open water swimming, so actually doing, getting in and doing front crawl okay. in the sea or in a loch or whatever that is. And do you wear your flippers for that? No. No, okay. Um, usually a swimming wetsuit in the summer, just a cosy. Yeah. And just getting in and doing, just like what you would do in a pool, just go for yeah. a proper swim with goggles on and a hat and that kind of thing. Brilliant. Um, I also love snorkelling. There's amazing places to snorkel in Scotland. Is there? Where? Yeah. Um, I'll give you a list. I'll g- Please do. We'll get that on the <laughs> yeah, blog. <laughs> I could sit here for hours rhyming off places. Oh, I love snorkelling. And some snorkeling. of them are secret, so I can't give them all away. Okay, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then I would have like... Uh, fins on and yeah um the mask and snorkel i'm starting to get into free diving my brother angus is really interested in free diving okay um so that's just diving to a depth without any like oxygen or anything like that not not super deep but um yeah so that's quite interesting and you see a lot more that way and it's a very i can't really describe the feeling it's very relaxing so how unusual. do you, how do you how long can you stay down without I can't go very long. I've got I struggle with asthma, so okay. that's also why I can't dive properly with oxygen. Okay. Um asthmatics aren't really supposed to. So free okay. diving is a good option okay. for like doing that kind of thing if you've got asthma. I think I'd literally last like thirty seconds. <laughs> I'd literally be like, right, I want to oh, go no, back I'm up. I'm the same. And do you know what? It's not even about the time that you go down. It's just about how you feel when you're going down. Okay. And you kind of listen to your body. And if if you need to come up, you come up kind of thing. Yeah, oh, definitely. Because yeah. it affects your your, your ears, ears yeah. doesn't it? When yeah, you, go you need down to equalise when on your way down just so that doesn't happen. How do you equalise if you've not got the oxygen? So there's like a, a technique that you do when you dive down, you kind of like bring your body up and you do these, you get taught like you get proper taught, yeah, okay. um, exercises to be able to do that and then you carry on down for a wee bit further. Wow. So I'm just starting to get into that. I'm by no means an expert, um, but I find it really interesting and it's a very unusual experience being able to go down there. Wow. It's nice. like doing that. Um, snorkeling, yeah, there's a lot of places for that. Do you know what I love the snorkeling? I love it. Do you know the only thing I hate about snorkeling is when your your mask, my mask always ends up 
Steamed up. Steamed up. So there's a trick. Okay. <laughs> I knew there would be. <laughs> but actually, you should, when you get a brand new mask, mm-hmm. there's loads of different techniques to that you're supposed to do before you ever get it wet. Okay. One of them is putting toothpaste into the, like the inside, like where your eyes are. Okay. And it, because there's like a little, like a kind of film over the plastic. Yeah. Um... You kind of want to get that off so that to stop the steam. So toothpaste, toothpaste will take okay. that off. Other people have heard, like literally burn it, and then I don't know. I don't know how that one actually works, but I've seen it on YouTube. Like people burn the the, the plastic area to get that like plasticky bit off. To get that off, and that's in the inside. Inside, yep. And so that should work. And then also each time you go to use the mask, mm-hmm. spit in it. Yeah, do you know what I was doing that? Do you know that? Yeah, he was like, "If you spat in it," and I'm like that in the sea, like with my legs, like I'm trying to. That's before you get it wet, so you have to spit in it when it's dry. Give it a a shiggle around, and then rinse it out, and then put it on your face. And that usually works, but it's maybe if you've not. Like when whoever's bought the mask or if you've bought the mask maybe, at the very beginning. Not. See, I've only ever hired, but I, I have said after this year, I want to get one of those, see those ones that covers your full face? Oh yeah, I've seen those. So they look so cool. I've seen those in Decathlon actually. So you should be getting so. sponsored. A hundred percent. We should contact them. <laughs> so can people, all this we've chatted about then, yep. can people find that on your blog? Yes, of course. All um, these tips, all this information. Yep, I'm starting a... It's hard to keep up with blogs. It takes a long time. It does. But I'm back into the swing. I try to put one up a week. Yeah, so. that's. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. But if not, my Instagram's heaps of... There's heaps of information on the Instagram. Because you do your posts. You give info as well. It's not try just to. a snap. It's yeah. always like a wee backstory, which is what I really like about it. Yeah. And also just like, I love chatting to people on Instagram. So it's a anyone can isn't it? send me a message and I'm always up for a wee gab. Brilliant. So, <laughs> also, this is like a total teaser, but Rona is our new columnist Yay. for the GGC magazine. So she is our outdoor gal. I am. So really excited to to read your column and see your your photos as well. Thank you. And maybe we could set up a Glasgow Girls Club adventure day or something. I feel like as if that. we should yeah. do that. That would be really nice. Actually, I think getting outdoors is really important this year. Yeah, because so. I'm always chatting to people on the Facebook page as well. And it would be really nice to meet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, well, thank you so much for being in the podcast. Thank you for having me, Laura. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) We should chat soon. Yes, we will. Up a mountain. Maybe. Of course. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) See you later. Bye.